I have to eat so I can take my back pill. Last Christmas show of the season. Aww. We only got three in this year because I was a sick bear. I'm still. Yeah. Still, yesterday I was draining, blowing my nose, and I'm like, I can't, and I'm still a little coffee. It's been a month, Squeezer. Wow. That's freaking RSV or whatever the hell. Uh, I think I had because I didn't go see it. As Enchantress points out to me, I don't know I had RSV because I didn't go see a doctor. Ah, what did doctors know? Yeah, but what would the doctor do anyway? Say, oh, you have RSV. Give me $60 <laughs> so I could charge your insurance company 200 I lived, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm Unless, here. like, I'm part of your purgatory. I'm your Hurley. Um, tonight we are... Uh watching Christmas Vacation, uh, along with all of you fine folks. You could either just listen to us, watch it, or you can watch along with us and enjoy our um, commentary, most of which will be repeated from the last three times we've done this, but eh, what can we do? Yeah, or I, nonsensical meanderings. Last year we peaked. I had the script. Uh, I explained things that I don't remember what the explanations were because I drank that show away. Yeah. Uh, Gotta kill the pain. I came up with uh, script ideas for sequels. We, you know, I got nothing this year, Squeezer. Uh, yeah, it's been a uh, uh, wow. It came fast, huh? I bought a second. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Christmas came barreling down us on this year. I uh, yeah. I bought my second uh, a copy of Christmas Vacation on iTunes because it came with iTunes extras. All it was was a, a commentary. By the director, producer, Beverly D'Angelo, Randy Quaid, and Johnny Galecki, and the woman who plays Eddie's wife. And I listened to it, and I got a few things here, but really nothing. Just listen, instead of listening to, the, listening to this, listen to that comment. Buy that copy. Listen to that commentary. You're going to be better off. But yeah. nonetheless, I digress. We have fans who want to hear us do this, and uh, we're here to do it. But I mean, I'm running right now on pure uh, euphoria from dinner or lunch or whatever i know a meal of the day As this whole this whole show is just going to be us talking about our food choices today our soup <clears throat> so magical we were doing hockey uh in downtown allentown tonight and uh we decided to do what has become now a tradition where we walk out of miles out of allentown to get steps in on our break and we walk down to the allentown farmer's market and when we walked in, the guy, I saw the soup, and I won't tell you what it is yet, but I was like, oh, it's good. And the guy offered me a taste. I'm like, no, no, but I'll probably come back. So we, we did our laps, you know, saw, we, I got my local honey, mm -hmm. start drinking in the spring to help with allergies. Yeah. You got the uh, wildflower, right? Yep. Yeah. That's the way to go. Pennsylvania wildflower. Yeah. It's good stuff. And um, we came back down and sat down for, for lunch at the... The was it the Amish kitchen? Amish kitchen, yes. Um, I had a tiny cup of chicken corn soup, which was pretty. It was like a broth with corn and chicken. It was yeah. that simple. 
um, a tiny cup. And in that time I had the tiny cup of soup, Munch had an entire meatloaf platter. Yes. And Ian pretty much ate his entire bacon cheeseburger lunch special. I was the last. You, I savor. You were savor. I'm a nibbler. You had the just a regular patty melt. Yeah, that's it's kind of like my I haven't I all the years going there since I was a little kid I never actually ate there. No, neither did and I. And patty melt is my test because okay. it's like by default it's the most. It's different than like a cheeseburger. There, there's there's ways you can fuck it up. And, and they did it right. They did it right. Okay. I saw him. He just threw raw onions down. Yeah. And grilled them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like pre-grilled that they had there and scooped out. Yeah, they were fresh. Yeah, he grilled the onions and he grilled the. He, he took his time. That yours took the longest. Yeah. Because mine and Munch's came out of pre-made, like uh, he, he like heated trays. Um. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. So and I, the fries were good too. They were almost like uh, very like boardwalk fry-ish. They looked it. They looked it. I was yeah, tempted. If I wasn't gonna get the soup, I would have got a side of gravy fries. <sighs> I was thinking about it, but I'm like, Ugh. but I was like, I knew I wanted that soup. Yeah. So we get. I mean, this this farmers market looks exactly like nothing has really changed since I was a kid going there. <laughs> like this is a a pure out of the. The time of and place nostalgia trip. So as we're leaving, you stopped at the Italian market, where you mm-hmm. got what? Uh, I got some uh, some fresh mozzarella and uh, some marinated olives. There's a little mozzarella left. <laughs> I and while the boys were getting their Blondie's cupcakes, I went down and got the soup. I got a small eight ounces. It was a uh, ribeye cheesesteak chowder. And I'm like, this looks good and sounds good. I'm going to try it. My first bite, I was like, this might be the best soup. One of the best soups I ever had. By the time you got down to me, I said, this might be the top five soups I've ever had. By the time you got your own, <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, this is the best three of uh, top three. Now it's the best soup I've ever had. It is. It was yeah. so good. So good. It was what's the place called? Soup, soul soup, soul soup, yep, soul soup. We're adding it to the Radiers uh, meetup tour. The farmers yeah, we're, market. It's gonna. It's now a two day thing because we're gonna spend an entire day at the farmers market. Yeah, we can. Dan's chicken. Like, be prepared to eat a lot of garbage because the Yakos is right there too. Yeah. Dan's barbecue. Um. You can bring your vacuum cleaner to get it repaired. <laughs> Charlie Case pizza. Oh. Yeah. Uh, any meats you like, um, you could possibly think of. Charlie Case, you will burn like the entire like three layers of epidermis in the roof of your mouth will be gone. Uh, yeah, it tastes like so hot. And I say this in the highest of compliments. It's it, you bite into it, and it goes right to like lunchroom, like school lunch pizza, Elio's pizza. Like it's so, but it like in a in a, in a gourmet way. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and and every every uh, twenty to thirty feet, there is a a meat vendor that has various forms of beef sticks and mustards and cheeses. And mustards and cheeses. Oh, mostly yeah. Mennonites, mostly Amish, 
We bought some buttered pretzels from the Amish girl, the oh, Mennonite girl so today. Good. Um, on it, and the bag. By the time I got the bag back to mom with her pretzel in it, mm-hmm. it. It, it looked like, it like Dr. the Nicks. wall and Krusty Burger. It was the mirror they... to uh, the window to weight gain. <laughs> yep. I was whole, I was actually carrying it with it, like, palmed in my hand because I was afraid the pretzel was just going to fall, like, right through the bag. She said she ate the whole thing instantly. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, It was really good. Uh, and then when we were at the Amish kitchen, there were, like, kids in, like, T-shirts and, like, sweatpants, like, working it. But this little old Amish lady kept coming out of the back with things. Like, she was in the back doing all the work. Yep. <laughs> she was, like, cleaning all the dishes, scrubbing everything. Yeah. So, it was quite the adventure. So, uh, I want to go back next week because the, on the soup menu for next week is a loaded pierogi soup, which has actual yeah. mini Mrs. T pierogies in the soup. And I can't miss that. Jeez. Oh, I am... Uh... I'm already. I'm stopping on the way home tomorrow after work. Yeah, I told Enchantress up for I, the, I might stop as well. The family. <laughs> well, to be, yeah, for the family. <laughs> for the family. I might stop, get one of those giant thermoses, and fill it up. So when we go to the Shanks to see Christmas <gasps> Vacation and Christmas Story, we have that as our food, our dinner. Do you think they'll do that? Like when I take my like my coffee cup in the Wawa, and I can like get a refill. Can I just go into my thermos and get a soup <laughs> refill? Uh, and it's a good thing that place has a ramp and no steps. Yeah, right. Well, they're they're building for the not an audience. Uh, you know, they know the, they know their audience. How's Scary Sherry gonna get around there without with steps? Ah, yeah, we're coffee buddies. Yeah. Uh, so that was our adventures today. It was a fun day. It was a little fun day. A lot of decorating this t- this morning for our our Christmas party tomorrow. Yep, I rigged up $30,000 worth of lighting for a Christmas party. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, usually uh, they're, they're making Hollywood movies with the lights we're using for our Christmas party. Actually use those bazookas for their actual purpose for the first time since he bought those. Gotta use it for something. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow's our company Christmas party. There'll be karaoke. We have a bouncy house. We have a, <laughs> what, six <laughs> arcade cabinets. <laughs> Uh, Enchantress lent us her, her big buck hunter. Thanks. We've got on the border catering. Yeah. It's going to be quite the quite the event. And, you know, people are listening. Like, oh, that's great. You know, you set all that up and then you invite the family and everyone can bring their kids. No. Nope. No. 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 This is for this is for all the grownups. Yes. Yes. There's no plus ones. It's It's during the day. It's during our work day. Like I don't. We used to have our office, our party. When I started, the party was for everybody, all part timers, full timers, everybody. It was at a restaurant. It was at night. It was horrible. And then, like, it was only full timers to cut back, and like a certain amount of part timers. And it was at a restaurant at night, so you worked your full day, and then you didn't get paid, but you had to go to this party at night to eat crappy food and not have any fun. Now our party is during the work day, like it should be. Uh, party an actual party and uh we mm-hmm. added a bounce house oh there's also basketball we have the basketball hoop squeezer did i lose you no i'm here oh i'm i was Were sorry you I was dreaming about the soup did you nod off thinking about the soup i i no i i physically nodded off <laughs> the, the amount of fat and carbohydrates finally congealed into my heart and <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad. Uh, God, it was so good. It was. I'm so going back. And it, it's like, you know, if, if you have a cheesesteak and you get to like the end and you get that really hot, like drippy, fatty runoff where like the cheese and the fat and a little bit of steak is kind of just oozing out the bottom. Imagine that in a bowl. We're really failing the world right now because what we should be doing is taking that soup and um, like reducing it a bit and then putting it on putting it on a loaf of bread and eating it as a sandwich. Oh my gosh. You're right. I know, right. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we're got to give the people what they came here for, right? Yep. I mean, you, you get, we're not done with soup talk with RK and Squeezer. <laughs> well, we're going to watch, we're going to start the movie and then go back to soup. Cue <laughs> it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's see. So, hang on. Let me. All right. All right. Let me just get it. All right. Ready? It's going to be three, two, one, and then play is play. All right. All right. Three, two, one. So we're going, it's, uh, Lethal weapon rolls. Lethal weapon rolls. Fitting, because the house, the Murtal house. The Murtal house is the Christmas Oh, we'll save that for the show. You'll learn something you learned the last five times we've done this. Right. (laughs) Save it, because we have not talked about that before. (laughs) All right. In three, two, one, play. All right. Rated PG-13. Or Wavy Warner Brothers. There we go. Now I got the logo. Are we matched up? Hang on. Wait. And then first moonshot. I'm a little ahead of you. I'm going to do a quick pause and play. I love this animation. They came up with this after the fact. But it really doesn't have anything to do with the movie, but... Got Griswold on that list. Ah, oh, crap. Now I'm behind you. Santa's stepping on the Randy Quaid. Where are we at, Squeezer? Hang on. William Hickey. May Castell. Diane Ladd and John Randolph. Diane Ladd's only like five years older than Chevy Chase. E.G. Morris, Doris Roberts, Cole in, Juliet Lewis, Johnny Galecki. Squeezer will catch up with us maybe by the. No, I'm I'm caught up. Um, I see. I'm like right with you, but I hear it like this, like it's like a three frame delay. So I'm overcompensating for this. Wow! Just turn your volume down and listen to mine. Oh, his buck. Santa's butt crack on when he's going down the chimney. Great little. Piece of business added by the animators. I love how Santa looks delirious as he comes down, hit by a brick. And I love that style with the tiny like ankles and feet. Like <laughs> he's a big yeah. fat guy. Like I think that's an hysterical. Style. Like if I draw, Jake, I always that's how I draw him. Yeah, I always I always loved. I didn't never really notice. I always loved the the candy cane phone. Oh yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, that's how he talks to fucking Rudolph. Yeah. But they give this look when he initially steps off and, like, goes through the roof. Written by John Hughes. That's why it, it's good. It's this, like, 
it's happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they give this look like they are so irritated by Santa. Yeah, it's like, I'm Santa, and you guys are the reindeer. <laughs> and when I call something ridiculous, you do it, but you give that look. Directed by Jeremiah Chesik. Chesik. <clears throat> Here we are in the rolling mountains of uh, the flat plains of uh, Chicago, suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. So I learned something from the from the commentary. Right here they're in Colorado. Here they're in Colorado. Colorado, 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 Colorado. And here Colorado. LA. That's a process shot. I never knew that until uh, that... Oh really? Yeah, I thought it was shot on location like um like a a, a moving on a, a flatbed or something. You know, Colorado, but uh, yeah, all the L.A., all the, that's all L.A., sunny L.A., process shots. Hmm. Did you know that? Dad, can you explain again what we're doing? It's well done, process. Yeah. We're kicking off our fun old-fashioned family Christmas. But yeah, Beverly D'Angelo said that in the, the commentary on hmm. the iTunes extras of the second version of Christmas Vacation I bought. Most important of Christmas symbols. This will be the first year <laughs> I've ever seen it twice in the theaters, Chris. Chris, wow. Squeeze wow. I was talking to my brother earlier. <laughs> um, Ish, what up? I'm only on the left channel. You saying? Fucking Izzy. Check, check, one, two. One, two, one, two. Me on the left channel. Uh, I was getting you on my right. I hear me. I think it looks like I'm higher on the left. Hmm. Uh, fucking easy. Squeezer, tell, uh, tell an antidote about this. Why? Uh, yes. Oh, shit. There's Hold something on. about the truck. My sister's calling. Right. What, she want? what is it? Lisa's calling. What does she want? Oh. Hey, on. we're doing a live show here. Squeezer and I, it's the Rad Yours Podcast. Uh, I got speakerphone. <laughs> the, the Squeezer said hi. Hi. The fans. Right, I you, knew this. There's a thing in this. You've been I'm saying, Googling with the Rad Yours. The fans squeezed. Yes, I knew it was a Kurt Russell movie. That's the same truck from Overboard. Oh, oh that's yes. a good movie. I knew. I, it, the only reason I know that is because we probably looked it up and recited it the last three That's or probably, four times probably last true. year. We're watching Christmas Vacation tonight, Lisa. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, when are you going to join us on a show again like you did during COVID uh, lockdown and, and give the fans what they've been asking, yeah. clamoring for? That is what they're, they're wanting. They want more of me on your podcast to bring... And humor and entertainment, so I will do it. Oh, someone's got to do it. Never invited me back, so. It, it said hi. He's in the chat. He said hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, are you in your car? Are you safe? Yeah, I'm in my car. I'm driving. Oh. Oh, that's a long day. Squeezing, I beat you. We had Phantom Sockey tonight. We beat you. One big logging truck. Yeah, and I have to be back at like six. 
Well, go Tell home. her about the cheesesteak chowder. Oh, yeah, we got this really good cheesesteak chowder at the farmer's market. It was so good. Soup. Never mind. <laughs> Drive safe. Say, ma say Merry Christmas to all the Radomaniacs. Merry Christmas, Radomaniacs. <laughs> Alright, bye. We're gonna, she's gonna get us pulled like Lucas with the lid off. Lisa, Lisa doesn't listen to podcasts when driving to kill time. She calls me and makes me entertain her. Well, yeah, it's like you're a personal podcast. Okay, now am I more even-ish? Freaking Izzy. Equalizing with the rad years. I just realized we had there is an equalizer on there, so I could I could tune like if I have a clip, squeezer that's you know two uh, on the right or left channel. All right, ish. I should be good now, right? Sorry, everybody. That's a, what a watch along. Listen to me. Fix my audio and talk to my sister. Yeah. The I tried to, get her to talk about soup. She didn't bite or slurp. If slurp. You will, You're good now. The mountainous towns of uh, Illinois. I repeated that. So. This, this, some of that's my favorite line of the movies when they crash into that sign. He goes, and Clark's response is, we made good time. <laughs> A Clark Griswold in this movie more than ever reminds me of my dad. Yeah, but you realize that you're slowly turning into him. You 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 start you really start to see yourself and as a kid you 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 you're rusty. Yeah. Clearly. Oh yeah, I was rusty and as a kid. But more and more I <laughs> every year, every time you watch it, I'm more and more Clark. Yep. Uh-huh. How well, old is he in this? Um, I looked this up the other day, and now I forget. He was like, f right at forty, I think. So Wait, it's uh, like Harvey Dent said: you either either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Squeezer. <laughs> so I have Chevy Chase's Wikipedia page open here, and he was born in 1943, and this movie was filmed in 1988. So he was 80. forty. Eighty-eight Six. minus forty-three. Here's forty-five. Forty-five. Huh. We're close. Yeah. Your kids are gonna be Audrey, Audrey, and Russ's age. Not really. In five years. Well, six years, right? Six years. You'll have a nine and a twelve-year-old, right? In six. Yeah. Nah, you're a little off. Yeah. Chevy started, or Clark started before you. Yeah. Well, that was that's what you did back then. Yeah, yeah. You didn't wait till you were thirty, or more. Oh, well, my dad did. My dad was thirty-two as well. Yeah. My dad was twenty-five. Jeez. Yeah, Mrs. Squeezer's parents were like twenty-something. Like, ba I, babies. I couldn't imagine me having a kid at like twenty-two. No. I can't imagine myself having a kid at thirty-two, but somehow I, they're still alive. So. Go me. Go them. Yeah, my dad was 26. I'm sorry, when I was born. I was 25, about to be 26. Oh, oh. My God. I can't, you know all the dumb shit that you and I did when we were <laughs> 25 and 26? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was like our peak doing dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. I wasn't talking to you. That's uh, Christopher Guest's brother. 
and Lane Bennis, who insulted the soup Nazi in the episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> which I kept I under, I quoting get today. It now. Yeah, yeah, that was soup. He had to sit down and eat. It was knee buckling. I would definitely. This guy was very nice, though, because uh, and I, I was very patient because there's this British gentleman mm. that was in front of me uh, talking about the difference between gravies, stews, chowders and soup. Mm. And this guy is just like there's this chubby kid that wants to buy soup for me behind you. Yeah, Please move he was along. definitely disappointed when you only ordered a small. Yeah, he had you uh, pegged for worry, a family size. <laughs> he didn't realize it just had a patty melt and. <laughs> The tree is so big in that scene, and then it's like somehow shrinks. So he must—he did say he has more trimming to do. Yeah, but he trimmed it perfectly. Yeah, he did trim that right down. A lot of sap, really full. There's a lot of sap in a tree. I guess someone had. Can, uh, can you? I don't want to be someone. gross here, but can you kind of see Beverly D'Angelo's right nipple there on the left side of the screen? Man, I'm looking closely. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm watching yeah, a 4K right. yep. presentation squeezer, so. I I see it. Yep. There it is. Mm -hmm. yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I would always, I probably always just looked at the magazine or Clark's dinosaur PJs in this scene. I never really noticed. Yeah, that's right. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, I never noticed, but that's that's her nipple. And she's holding the pencil. Hey, look at, I never noticed the pencil. I guess she was doing crosswords, right? Oh, yeah, it's still in their lap. Mm. Back when people like wore had specific pajamas to wear, Squeezer wears yeah, I, his, his pajama <laughs> jeans to bed. If I'm lucky, I might uh, take my jeans off going to bed, uh, and then put on. I, I will put basketball shorts on to go to sleep. In the summer or the winter, or both. It depends. It depends. If it's like crazy cold for some reason, even though my home remains the same temperature throughout the year, like I will, like it, it'll be, you know, if it's 95 out outside, but it's like 70 in my house, I'll go to bed in basketball shorts. If it's 28 degrees outside, but it's 70 in my house, I'll put in like pajama pants and a hoodie. And go okay. So you do have pajama pants. What was uh, that day? Was that the 14th? The first one there? I think it was 14. I love that tax mug. We're on the we're on the calendar schedule. Last week our show was the 14th. The next time they open the door, it's the 21st. Uh, yeah, I have like one like little like flannelly pair, and those are like my go-to. I take them to work, and when it's cold out, I put those on, put my jeans over them. The Rocco method, more yeah, pants. Well, it's and everyone's like, oh, you got to get the ones with the flannel already in. I'm like, no, no, no. It's all about the air pocket. <laughs> I had those. It's it's a, there's a huge difference. You need that little air pocket in there in the layers. All you need, you go little flannel pajama pants, uh, pair of jeans, and like your rain slash wind pants. Boom, done. All that high tech Under Armour shit. Mm -hmm. eh. Well, um, I don't own any flannel uh, pants or pajama pants. I have. Oh, they're like fleecy. I have I have a pair of Viking Zubas, nice. And everything else is sweatpants. Huh. Oh, and I have a, a pair of scrubs when I worked at the hospital. Oh, you don't like sweatpants, right? Uh, I'll wear them. I don't. There's something I don't know if it's like the stigma 
where like you, you find them relaxing. Mm, I I don't so like great. that. I'm too neurotic. Because you never know. Like I don't want to be when the shit hits the fan. I don't want to be wearing sweatpants. I'd like, rather I be. be I, I can maneuver more with sweatpants. And see, they make them with. Yeah, but they're not going to hold up in the woods when you have to survive. Yeah, they are. They make pants? Them, Yeah, they make them now with the pockets have zippers, even the side pockets. So like your stuff doesn't fall out of your pockets because it's zippered. That's my favorite part about, about that. Pants. The knees are going to wear out, or my ass is going to fall out. Yeah, I'll have it on the jeans I uh, buy. To be anyway. fair, my ass hangs out my jeans. Yeah, right. Too, so. What kind of jeans are you wearing that last forever? Me? Here we are in downtown Chicago. Until I went to downtown Chicago and saw that weird structure in the middle there, which is actually a fireman's water tower. I didn't know they were in downtown Chicago here. Michigan Avenue, the Golden Mile uh, shopping. With, uh, oh, I love the old the old credit card fucking oh, crushing yeah. machine. When I worked at KB, if like the computer was down, we had to fucking pull that monstrosity out and go <laughs> on someone's credit card. Nicolette Scorsese is now like 67. What happened? <laughs> you know, um, she took the place of uh, what was her name, Billy Joel's wife, in the first movie. Wouldn't be the Christmas shopping season. Oh, uh, fuck! They just had a little meetup. Uh, what's your name? God damn, I suck at this. Well, her. Um. Because it's cold out. Yes, yes. <laughs> Nicolette Scorsese. Um. There is a nip in the air, though. She is also the woman in the pool later on, the pool scene. I don't know who's older, Julia Louise Dreyfus or her. I'll find that out right now for you, Squeezer. These are the important questions we answer on a walk. Yeah, that you only that only you can hear in the radio. You can't Google it yourself. No. Mm -mm. What if you're driving, Squeezer? You're in traffic. You can't Google. You have to rely on us to tell you. You can. <laughs> just it's look, not. Just look down faster. Safe, god damn it. Yeah. Okay, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Truckster. Was um. She doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh, Nicholas, Nicolette Scorsese is two years older than my dad. She was born on January 6, 1954. She's got, uh, she was known for Christmas Vacation, Boxing Helena, 1993 movie. Uh, an episode of NYPD Blue, she played Busty Barmaid 2. Um... She was in ER. She was one episode of ER. She did a Rebel Highway. Uh, she did an L.A. Law. <laughs> a Charles in Charge. Nice. And eight, she did a the A-Team. Oh, ish. If you not off, I'm going to say Merry Christmas to you right now, kind sir. You sweet boy. Squeezer, explain to Ish yeah. why you didn't get that sweet radio uh, put in yet. What's that? Oh, it, oh sorry. Uh, working on it. Uh, so I need to get an adapter so I don't have to actually hardwire it in. Um, and just make it easy on the, the handsome trucker man to put it in for me. Mm, so. Yes, Mr. Once trucker. I, once I get that, because otherwise I 
as dumb as it sounds, without that, I can't get uh, FM radio, which I you would think, why do you give a crap? Uh, because the Phillies are awesome, and they're better on the radio. And, um... But, thanks. We're, it's, it's... We had, we had it, like, in place, like, ready to go, and he's like, uh, you'd be better off going with this. I'm like, all right, I'll go with the adapter. The Phillies are awesome, but also the drive-in, you need to tune in the FM radio. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I was thinking I can just go my sister's route, like, when she had the, the 93 Jetta 3 without the, uh, after she killed the radio, and she just had a boombox on the seat. I was thinking, I'll just go and get a little Hold FM radio. On. Diane Ladd here playing Chevy Chase's mother. Do you know who she's the actual mother of without Googling it? Yes. Who? Who? Dern. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that. Married to who? Who? Oh, in, in real life? Well, yeah, who is the father of Laura Dern? Uh, duh, what's his name? Duh. Dern. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I know what he looks like. Old Chevy Chase. My mom had the same outfit as Beverly D'Angelo was wearing right there. I, I love. This goes. This is like one of those nerdy uh, squeezer things that I love when it comes to like set dressing. But the boxes. Oh yeah. The boxes are so beautiful. Look at the. And they're just, it's like on a ping pong table in the garage. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so well done. The aesthetic of this movie, so, like, they couldn't recreate this. If they wanted to recreate. I'm sorry. I did notice, though, the frost in the windows is clearly, uh, windows don't do that. No. That, that's, if you Google what does a frosted window look like, like, and believe me, I've done it. That's what you do. You kind of do the corners up. But they should really clean their icicles. That's dangerous. Let the prop master know. Anyway, back to what I was saying. If you wanted to create a movie, a Christmas movie set in 1989, you couldn't recreate the aesthetic this movie has just being shot in 1989. Sometimes you shoot a movie and it's like... (coughs) A lot of movies go for a timeless look, you know what I mean? Yeah. This movie is very much a movie set and captured what it was like in 1989 there's a few scenes that really uh crystallize it for me squeezer mm-hmm. and i'll point those oh well it already happened when he's laying when the grandparents come and it's going ding dong and rusty's laying in that room watching tv yeah a wonderful life like that to me crystallized yeah. what it was like and here here's another one i'm pretty sure i had that tv that television my, my thing is i i watch the the ladder sliding and falling every time trying to catch catch it because it doesn't make sense we we uh, had only Zenas. But yeah, this scene right here with all the grandparents sleeping with some random uh, parade on or something on. And, mm-hmm. you know, smoke, grandparents smoking in the house. That was another thing that happened. We had ashtrays in our house because my grandparents would come over and smoke in the house. And mm-hmm. now that's unfucking heard of. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but like when, when the ladder gives, if it were to ever be able to give like that, like he would have like fallen forward and gone through like the window of the house. All right. Well, you're going to ruin the physical like, comedy. I'm not. I'm just saying. That's I, a good oh. brand of a ladder too, Warner. Yeah. Like this also, is they, clearly they not snow too. It's not. Stapler sound. Yeah. 
but you understand. Like, people are like, oh, that's not what it sounds like. Yeah, but you know how lame a regular staple gun sounds like? Mm -hmm. Like. <laughs> also, ripping a sh your sleeve doesn't sound like this either, but it sounds cool. Yeah, it's Like, fully. this is what you picture what it sounds like when Hulk Hogan rips his shirt and you have his ear to his, your ear to his chest. Right, all right. You're ruining the whole cartoon aspect of it No, all. no. What I'm saying is I, I'm complaining about the people complaining. Who complains about this? And, uh... All right, here's terrorists, what. Terrorists. Here's another one of my favorite scenes. The the, the dinner. Like, this is life pre-bagged salad. Oh, yeah. When you had the... What, you don't... What, you don't, you don't slice... Your, oh, shit, I need carrots. Look at that. Like, the mixed salad in the bowl, like, doing that. I remember that and how, how it mm -hmm. used to... My mom used to have to cut up the carrots and the lettuce. And I mean, this that doesn't have anymore. It's all fucking you bagged and ready to go. You don't shred uh, <coughs> carrots from scratch? Nope. I do sometimes. I mean, it depends on the... But not for salad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if that's all... If that's, like, the meal, like, if we're doing, like, a nice salad for... Like, just a Caesar... That's like not a, what they're doing, though. That's... Look, at there's mushrooms there. They're, like, they're making a Christmas dinner. And that, that that's another thing that very much reminds me of my childhood. That whole cooking yeah. scene with the cutting up the head of lettuce and making the salad. I hope they're using French dressing, too. Like, that was very much... Uh, Nothing yeah. French about it. Very <laughs> American. beautiful, green, fresh bowl of, of vegetables and then just cover it in orange. With sugar ketchup on it, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's not enough sugar and ketchup. Let's add corn syrup to it. And a little vinegar, and you got French dressing. <laughs> yeah, you know I um, what they call Thousand Island dressing in, like, Germany, if you go to the... Because I've only ever really been... I've been to a supermarket in Paris, but I spent a lot... Like, I like there was a supermarket in Berlin that was down from our hotel, and I was, like, infatuated with it. Mm -hmm. um, so they call Thousand Island dressing America sauce. And there's, like, two <laughs> American flags on it. I thought that would be ranch. No, ranch is ranch. But they don't know what the fuck Thousand Islands are, you know? Yeah. So it's America sauce. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too technical again, but like Oh, what kind of stereo was that by the way? That's what I want to get technical with. I'm going to oh, Google that while you but, get technical. No, the Foley work for a comedy Mm -hmm. It's so good. Oh yeah, because that like, sells it's, it. It's the kind of sound mixing you do for an action film. No, it's the kind of sound mixing you do for a cartoon. Or that, sure, or that too, yeah. Obviously, something had to break the window. Something. I I picture like buying the house that they're in now, like Todd and Margot's house. Like you buy. I love their now. loft. That's really cool. Yeah, but like the the first thing you do as you're doing the walkthrough, it's like. Uh, we gotta take a sawzall to this railing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I've always wondered what kind of stereo components these are. They kind of look like PlayStations or Atari 5200s, which is true. <laughs> um, so they posted on AVS forum. Let's see if there's any... Bang and Olsen, they think. A Bayo system... I'm assuming it's as high end as it can get. It's a... BEO, BO system, so Bangs and Olsen, system 4500, incredible eye. I love the internet. Yep, it's a Bang, Bangs and Olsen, BO system 4500. That is the stereo they have. 
Hey, so. 34, 45. How much? Bangs and Olsen. We'll go with the 4,500. That's what I just said. That, Bayo system 4,500. No, 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 but I'm looking like price now. I'm going to see what Bayo system 4,500. MSRP. Original price. Um, $4,900. Holy shit. Wow. Beautiful, Clark. prices on BioWorld.com. So the disc player alone was uh, 425 pounds, which is probably about 500 American dollars. The 4500 system. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, bangs and I wondered. I'm like, that has to be a real system, and I didn't look it up. I'm, I, I forgot. I kept forgetting to look it up because I wanted to bring it up on the show. Uh, so we did it live in person, live and in yeah. person here. That that's the most like yuppie stereo uh -huh. ever invented. Mm -hmm. Like, how did Patrick Bateman not have that thing? Maybe he did. I don't, I don't remember that movie. Do that you well. like Phil Collins? I'm trying to remember what. A Thanks, Russ. I gotta feed the hog. <laughs> okay, it, uh, American Psycho was an HK725 preamp and an HK770 amp. Scott would know all the shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of individual uh, manual equalizers and dials and. And a Pioneer PD4300. It's Let's funny. See. Now our phones and AirPods have algorithms that do that for us. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Who the Pioneer fuck is algorithm? PD What's Sassy Magazine? And why is his grandpa so lovelorn? <laughs> like he, is he reading like a love letter? I'm going to look it up. Sassy Magazine from Christmas Vacation. Sassy Magazine and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hi, on Saturday, February 9th, and this is from productplacementblog.com. Hi, on Saturday, February 9th, 2019, I analyzed a movie and product placement was spotted. Sassy Magazine and... Oh, this is quite the shitty blog. <laughs> it's just letting you know... It's it's in the it's in the movie. I I'm gonna save this blog though. Just go back and look at things. Um, I want to know more about the sassy magazine. Cause the grandpa just looked like he was, and that moon, by the way. If we ever see the moon that big, just the <laughs> oceans will consume uh, us all. Yeah, links uh, on a mission. Mm-hmm. What's the original price for this thing? Not eBay. What do you uh what do you mean? Uh I'm I'm on uh, I'm looking for now now I'm down on the uh 
Pioneer 4300 from American Psycho. You know, Chevy Chase still owns the PJ. Oh, look, you can see Chevy's underwear on the 4K version. Yeah, oh, look at that. They're blue. He's wearing little man panties. Yeah. Tidy blueies. They didn't didn't think about that uh, 30 years ago. No. Chevy Chase uh, still has the PJs he wore in this movie. Um, I'm really, I really want to know about the sassy magazine and what the grandpa was, uh, like, he, he looked like heartbroken. Here come the nuts. Would you just assume, like, I don't know, I don't know. It's just me. It's such a grandmother thing to do. It's like, oh, these stairs are down. I'll just put them back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like without poking your head up there or checking or just mm-hmm. real nice, Clark. <laughs> That's my f- favorite line, the line that we use in our open. Dude, you know there was a scene earlier when he's. When, so I could take my back pill. <laughs> There's a scene earlier when when he's up there and they're walking down. And he's like, "Write a check. Should I use my credit card?" No, no, no. I never. I noticed that for the first time in this watch. Yeah, same. Really? Or in the last. Yeah, yeah. Did I, they no, add it this I, year? What's that? There's no way they could have added it this year, right? Because I'm like, no. I don't ever remember that scene before. I I, I kind of remember it, but it didn't really register. And now, oh. like, I'm old enough to understand what that might actually mean. I guess. I like how he, like, looks at his lights when he sticks his head out. Yeah. But, I, like, I, I love it now. Cause, uh, like, that scene, like, I need to eat so I could take my back pill. Just grabbing it, like, let's go. Like... Is so my grandfather's. So I it's know. kind of like this little slice of. I mean, it's spot on. I don't understand hangry because it doesn't happen to me. But you know, I get it. When, my you, be- when you become an old man, I guess it's gonna... yeah. You're just angry at everything, so you just find you say eating. I haven't eaten as your excuse. Yeah, that's your excuse. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't taken my back pill. I love that he didn't put the jacket on. He just wraps it <laughs> as his cape around him. I'm pretty. I have that Easter basket. I think. Oh, then he in Falster and doesn't get mad. He. Oh, I think I have that Easter basket downstairs right now. Just warms himself. Doesn't crawl through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just. <laughs> Do you know how pissed I would be? <laughs> right. I'm off. I was. Fuck. I was actually up in the attic. I was doing some shit up there, and the. The big one wanted to see what it looked like, so I let her climb up the ladder and like poke her head through to see. She's like, "Oh, go over there!" I'm Harbor like, "I can't. Ride. I have to walk on these beams. If I step there, I'll fall through the floor, and I'll end up in your room, and you're gonna have a big hole in your ceiling, and then Daddy's got to fix it." Xmas fifty nine. That's a nod to the story that inspired this movie that John Hughes wrote for National Lampoon's uh, magazine called Christmas fifty nine. That inspired this movie which John Hughes wrote 
Christmas Vacation. And that's why it's fantastic, because John Hughes is a goddamn motherfucking genius. I know we said this last year and the year before, but how is this not a song you hear on the radio yeah, right. every day during Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's a national tragedy. Mm-hmm. Great song. All the songs used in this movie. This movie is a national treasure. It's the best. No, is it a Christmas movie, Squeezer? Uh, Absolutely. But Chris, it, they never get the Christmas in the movie. You don't. You don't have to, because Christmas movie. It's about uh, family and finding meaning in uh, difficult times. But they're not. And, He's realizing he hates his family. <laughs> but it, by the end. Okay, do we ever find out whose uncle Uncle Lewis is? Because at the end, when Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany get there, they kind of seem like they're Helens, because he calls them Griswold and Grizz. Yeah. But he, uh, uh, Uncle Lewis is in these old videos, like right there, with his mom. Unless, like, that's how he met Ellen. I don't know. I, I, I think the way when he says something along the lines of, uh, damn it, Bethany, he guessed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. That felt like someone, like, that feels like in the family kind of... All right, so that's like, a, it's a commonly he could be Uncle Lewis on Clark's side, but not a Griswold. It's um, it's a it's a often so it came up automatic it auto filled on Google, so people are searching it. Griswold family tree. Oh my God, there's a. Yeah, so it could be his uncle on his mom's side. Well, it's clear. Well. I'm assuming it's his great uncle, you know. So his it would be his mom's uncle. Well, no, he's he's well, 45. Yeah. Because they're much older than yeah. his parents. I I always assumed it was a great uncle, great aunt and uncle, and that it's on his mom's side. Hence the Grizz. It kind of says Bethany and Lewis unknown. Because Clark Sr. and Nora are, are Clark Jr.'s parents, and Arthur and Francis are Alan. And you think, I don't know. Because Eddie, Catherine is Alan's cousin, and yeah. Eddie is married to Catherine. And they almost have, like, no tie relation, interaction with them whatsoever. And Aunt Edna is, in the first movie, who died, is Edna's, is Ellen's aunt, not Clark's. Yes. But Bethany's not in that any of those videos, which is also strange. You know, the, not the 8mm reels. Bethany's not in any of them. Yeah. Well, it could have been, maybe she was, it could have been their house. Maybe she was taking a page out of your book and uh, preparing dinner. That's true. Here comes my favorite part of the movie. Uh, this is an RK gaff on on a scale of RK. Auxiliary. They spelled auxiliary <laughs> wrong. 
I guess they don't have to go to auxiliary power that much to notice it. I love that. What the 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 uh, the, the, the yeah the, the giant fire hazard. The giant fire hazard of it, yeah. And it's funny now, like you wouldn't even have that issue now because you could plug a thousand LED strains into one of those and they don't draw enough wattage to fucking even cause yeah. a, a surge. And you wouldn't have like I don't even know why you do that because at this point why wouldn't you just you just daisy chain everything? Why did it have to be all these individual? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, those are like ground lifts and stuff in there too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's so bad. Like artistically, to me, it's beautiful. It's beautiful horror. Like, it is. <laughs> Dora Roberts. Like you know, someone when they designed that and were looking at, like they were having fun when they were putting that together. Oh yeah. Like how absurd can we make this outlet? I love how the old men dress. Uh, is that going to be us one day? Oh, oh yeah, I hope so. My mom, no. The no. older you get, the higher your fucking pants go. I, I don't know if I could wear slacks every day. I don't own a really... I, don't, I think I own one pair of slacks. They come, they're, it's like the bottom half of my suit pants. You yeah. Know, my, like, I don't, I don't have... Other than the one that came with my suit, I don't have a pair of pants that have that line that goes down the Yeah. Front. My uh, my grandfather only wore slacks. Like I said, he didn't own jeans or sneakers. He wore penny loafers, slacks, and a, a button-down shirt tucked in. Look, he's destroyed. These just fall <laughs> apart too easily. That that really pissed me off as a kid. I was like, why do they fall? What is he doing? Why is he destroying that? And it falls apart so easily. Like when Russ dropped them, they just fell apart. Were they like crash test dummy? Ah, uh, it's a, cl a classic scene here. The spark. We we still have a couple of those brown cube taps. <laughs> oh yeah, flying, yeah. Flying we, around. We at the <laughs> studio still have a couple of those brown cube taps, Squeezer. They're so bad. And Scott's office. Yeah. Okay. They are not safe. <laughs> My car. I. You know what? I get this now though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm a vampire with uh, good curtains. All the lights in the world, the sun can't That's get true. through, so Clark's lights wouldn't get through. I love this, how he thinks it like makes their Christmas. That's something. That's how I... And, and Ellen's face there when he squishes her and his mom. She's good with her <laughs> her, her like little bits of business she does when she's on camera. Like you got, You're competing with fucking Chevy Chase here, and she's really good at getting her so is julia lewis for that matter and johnny galecki i'll give them all credit that's just wonderful <laughs> so when uh he said those little lights aren't twinkling Thanks, Art. Thanks for note. I know Art. Thanks for noticing. All right, here we go. What is on his shirt? What a what a great reveal. I know. What is Dairy Brothers? The dairy, What's his shirt? Something Dairy Brothers, and there's cows. Something Brothers Dairy. Ah, oh, I need to add this to my collection. I have my cowboy shirt that Mrs. Squeezer absolutely hates that I haven't worn yet, but. 
It's one of those Coles camp shirts. Mm. And it had like a, like a, it was like a cowboy print with like a cowboy and like a saloon and a, and a like a a steer skull on it. And it's just terrible and obnoxious. I'm like, I need to own this. She's like, no, you don't. And I said, yes, I do. And it was $9, so I bought it. Cool. Well, Ruby Sue. Her eyes aren't crossed anymore. I love how you can see the tears, like, still wet under Clark's eyes. Oh, yeah. He was crying at his own lights. <laughs> Alright, you know what? Now that I think about it, no, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't rusty. Why? I was rocky. <laughs> Lip fungus. Because, I, 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 not, not even that, just, I see it in that shot where he's kind of just staring up at the sky, twirling around, like, in place, kind of just nonsensically, like just bored because adults are talking. Yeah. Yeah, that that's. And and I don't talk to anyone in the family. I don't utter a word. I'm kind of just there. Yeah, that was me. Mm. I was quiet and like to a point. Look, I can't keep his hand still. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah. I was I was more, more. I was definitely rusty there. Look with a fucking look on my face. Like what the fuck is wrong with you people? Hands in my pocket, waiting to go inside. There's plenty of dumb stuff being. He Randy Quaid. Um, it's a shame he went and fucking insane, man. He was a fucking genius. Like, come on. Rubber sheets and gerbils. Ah, uh, just like you, Squeezer. The look on Ellen's face, like <laughs> the, the horror. <laughs> Let me show you the place. Clark, foreshadowing the end credits. Chevy Chase's favorite part of the movie. Him and uh, Snots. <laughs> Man's best friend. Those are really expensive. What? Those, uh... That right there? Oh, the... hang on. I think I jumped ahead of you again. I was trying to sync back up. The Karen Wolfhausen spinny thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't think anything of it in the, when Eddie breaks it until... You went to like, Chris Kindlemar and saw her? Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, that's $600? So I always... Uh, the first thing I noticed in this movie, when, as soon as I got out of film school squeezer, was those Marty Moose mugs are just tiny brandy sifters, and all those pieces are molded in plastic and glued onto it. Mm -hmm. See, you could tell they're like they're like a opaque-ish plastic. Because yeah. the liquid's not filling up the nose. So I I have we bought. Oh yeah, that's that's clearly just glued on there. Yeah. 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 I I mean that's like obvious as the day is long, and it always bothered me. I'm like they're little brandy glasses. It also bothered me <coughs> when he couldn't use them to scoop it up and say it's good, it's good. But obviously it'd probably all fall apart. The glue would come off, or the glue's so yeah. toxic they're like don't dip it in and drink it. It will kill you. <laughs> so now <laughs> no, I never I, I never looked that hard at it oh yeah it always it always dawns every time I see it it dawns on me Marty the Moose so I have two of them now um, that's different than the first one we saw 
that he chugs it. So I have too, and I've been making uh, some spiked eggnog for me and uh, Enchantress with uh, Crown Royal Vanilla. I remember Ooh. too. Uh, all my relatives at Christmas had these these walnut or chestnut or whatever the fuck they were things out with a nutcracker like he. Yep. Could you imagine uh, a little squeezer just standing there over that bowl, just? Oh yeah, I didn't even like walnuts. No, I liked them. I just wanted to crack them and eat them. Oh, I love, I, I loved them. And the little, uh, it was the walnuts. The uh, what were the little like the acorn looking? Uh... Acorns? <laughs> yeah. Were they? I, Maybe. But, I don't know. It was mixed nuts. When did you get the tenement on wheels? That there's an RV. That was my grandfather's face. Like, like you know how you and I like out of the blue just say something random. Yeah. To every. He was 85, and he just out of the blue, he's just walking through the room, and you just hear him go, "That there, that's an RV." Oh yeah, that was ours too. Here's the 21st today. Oh no, it's 18th. Oh shit. So it's 14th, 18th, and 21st, Squeezer. And then the 24th. God, I love that desk. What is this package she's giving him? Because every single other present on his desk is wrapped, on his, on his, I'm sorry, his credenza is wrapped exactly the same. I, I think, didn't we talk about, we thought it was all a, uh, like a, a pen, like desk organizer, like a, like a holder, like a. Look, they're all the same. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking glorious. You're my Mr. Shirley. I don't. I'm your grease ball. <laughs> you are my grease ball. That's true, <laughs> but I don't like um, egg timers. Uh, I wish I had a desk this big, room for more junk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's just so sterile. Like no one. I would have every inch covered, squeezer. <laughs> just toys and. That would be and... my Congo diorama. Would be part of this. <laughs> Like it, it's so absurd too, because it's clearly not even like oh that it, it's a conference because it, it's a conference table, right? Like for like the secret, <laughs> like for like a cabinet meeting. Mm-hmm. But it's clearly his desk, unnecessarily and just obnoxious. Here they are in the mountains of Illinois again. Sledding. You're not supp- you're supposed to suspend disbelief, Squeezer, as I did when I watched this. It wasn't until I got older that I became a cynical asshole and started observing these things. What? 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 I'm not being cynical. What? Wait. What were we talking about? That they're clearly not. They can't. There's nowhere oh, in Illinois not, you can do this. This yeah. isn't in Chicago. Yeah. No. It's just like such a great story. Like <laughs> he tells it with such a straight face. Randy Quaid is really genius. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to go running down no hill with nothing between me and my brain, but a piece of government plastic. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not because <laughs> of brain damage, because it's part. Ah. Yeah, I love it. That's his concern. Mm-hmm. His hair.
Classic Clark Griswold nerdism. Uh, going for the new amateur recreational fifth-led <laughs> record. Like, in 89, though, like, they, these are very old sleds for the year. Mm-hmm. Even then, right? Yeah, yeah. They were all plastic. Like, the metal yeah. and the wood. Right, it was plastic. Everything was yeah. plastic, by right? Like, I don't even understand how, like, those old-timey sleds with, like, the two metal runners work. No. Like, wouldn't it just sink in the snow? Yep. Now it's, like, inflatable. Like, tubes, inner tubes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they had, like... I'm pretty sure we got, like, a new inflatable, like, uh, an inner tube, like, every year. Starting in, like, 95. I never like, had the next a... 10 years. I never had an inflatable inner tube. Um, we always had uh, the... Pla- like, we had the Batman toboggan, which is plastic. And then after that, it was just the the round plastic saucers, and that's it. Nothing else. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I talked about... We had, like, the Batman toboggan that wasn't the Batman version. Okay. It was just a black one. But yeah, then, then ours we was the to, same thing. We, it just had a Batman sticker on it. Then we had the yeah the the regular plastic discs like this. But then a oh, school a bus without a stop sign on it. Bus. Oh yeah. And then a Walmart. But then um. Bingo. Uh, in like twenty years from now, if there's a school bus in the movie, the kids are gonna be like, "What? There's no cameras on that bus?" Here's the twenty-first. That's today, everybody. Woo! Well, it was today. Oh yeah. It's twenty-second. Did you see? Did you see that new PSA that's running with the, the couple that gets the fine in the mail, and uh, nope. oh, with the school bus cameras. Look at that air grade marine epoxy. So one of our listeners texted me something. Hold on, where's my phone? I completely forgot about this. Where's my phone squeezer? Uh, hang on. Let me. You mean to text you? No, I got the. You mean to call you like Mrs. Squeezer so you can find your phone? I got the. Where the fuck did it go? Oh, is it on the floor? I'm going to go with Izzy. (sighs) Izzy took my phone. All right. Let me go into the ride years. Going into the ride years to check my messages. Sam McMurray was like, I look at these guys like these are like grown men doing businessy things. And I just don't see myself at that age. So 52, 92, 40, minus 30, 52 to 9. Okay. Um, Joey Gibson. Gib, G-I-B, Soja, S-O-J-A, 891. Text me, if you look at Clark's office during the boingy pool scene, you could see marine epoxy in the background, which is the same same stuff Elwood uses in Blues Brothers to glue down the RV pedal. Huh. That's the marine epoxy. Deleted scenes from Blues Brothers shows Elwood on the production line stealing marine epoxy, which means he works for the company that makes marine epoxy. So, uh, he theorizes that Clark Griswold and Elwood Blues work for the same company. Just, you know, they'll never see each other because Clark's uh, an office man. But marine epoxy, which is used to glue down... Oh, hold on, lost my headphone. Glue down the RV pedal and Blues Brothers. Probably looked like it was designed by Clark W. Griswold. Huh. Do you think, um... Uh, this movie made this Bing Crosby song popular. 
I mean, I don't know, because I always grew up with it, like, in, you know... By the time, like, I recognize, like, music being around all the time, this was already out. You know, yeah, but, like, but, you know. but, but you so were like, how but, old in 80? So you were six mind, years old in 89. had been. Yeah. So this is messing with my head. Bill, his co-worker. Yes. He was born in 52. Right. Which would make him 40 in 92. Okay. Which would make him 37-ish in this. Mm-hmm. Which is two years younger than I am now. Jesus. And he looks like he... like He looks good that's for 50, what, Smoke. He looks good. Yeah. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, and, and no offense to no offense to Sam, but like as a character, and like I don't know, maybe we age differently now. Maybe I do look old because I don't get carded at the liquor store anymore. No, video no, games. in my head I don't look old. But ooh, not in Honey Crunch, not in Honey. What are you in for breakfast? Not in Honey. Remember that commercial? Uh, yeah. And then a big box of grape nuts. Ugh. Behind it. Use grape nuts to make my beer, not to give me breakfast. Yeah, but in, in my mind, I look young, but I know people see me and they're like, who's this old bastard? I got to remember that when I'm, like, talking to, like, the kids that work for us. Like, the ones that were... Or, oh, I think they see me. just starting with us now, and I'm like, oh, wait, I was their age when I started. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They just they're even younger old. now. Yeah. Well, I started uh, when I was uh, 17. The current job, Squeezer. So yeah, I was, I was a, the little baby. Yeah, I was 19. Shit, the security guard that <laughs> I waved hi to and let me into our door, the guy that delivered at the same time, and she goes, uh, sorry, I can't sign for alcohol. I'm like, oh my god. Wait, what? Yeah. The person responsible for security in the entire building is under the age of 21. Uh, which building? Uh, the one we worked in today. And, and she couldn't... Who was signing for... Who was bringing alcohol? Oh, it was a delivery. Oh. And she you know, security signs for deliveries there. Oh, yeah. She's like, I can't sign for alcohol. <laughs> I felt so old. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Those guys don't care. They're probably like, oh, fucking sign. <laughs> Can I sign? <laughs> Tell the story about the FedEx driver you saw today. Oh, my God. This is so great. I'm walking out. I'm going to the truck. And uh, I walk out the door. And there's a couple boxes, like, on the ground. And I walk out, like, the side door next to the big, like, garage door that you could actually drive in from the ramp. Mm-hmm. And there's a FedEx truck. And she lean. There's a box. It kind of slides out to the edge, and she looks out, looks right at me. I think she realizes that I wasn't like an employee or that, anyone like, who gave a for fuck. Them. You had a I don't give a fuck. Drop it. Yeah, I I I, I, I don't give a fuck. Look on my face. She didn't, I don't give a fuck. Look on her face. She looked around. She looked at me. Looked at the door. Saw it still closed, and just shoved the box out the back of the FedEx truck. Nice. <laughs> and like three foot drop. Bonk. Right down, and as she expected, I just come walked right by like I didn't give a shit. Is uh she wearing a yeah she's wearing a ma- uh, a waitress's outfit, isn't she? Clark's I'm sorry, not Clark. Eddie's wife. Ah, uh, I wasn't. Uh... She's wearing that blue waitress. I think she's. I think she says that 
in the commentary. That's how I picked up on that. Clark's wearing his zero zero. What is that? Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, Griswold. Uh, that's what I'm gonna be wearing at the Christmas party tomorrow, Squeezer. So. F- fuck your Blackhawks. I don't give. I don't know a thing about the team. Ask me one player, and I'll say Griswold <laughs> zero zero. <laughs> I have the jersey and tribute They beat to this the movie. Flyers in the Stanley Cup Finals uh, like 15 years ago. Fuck the Flyers. Yeah, they do a good enough job themselves right now. Yeah, well, I don't want to be fucking covering hockey in June, Squeezer, so. <laughs> Meisterbrow. Oh, it's 2010. Did you think Cousin Eddie uh, dumped out in the fucking Allentown sewers today? Because god damn. Oh, every, every intersection we walk by, I just hear, sewer gas. Ugh. Shredder was full. Dougie and I talked about next year's Christmas Marty doing mm-hmm. a, a cosplay where we all dress up like either Clark or Eddie at one scene in the movie. Uh, who could pull this one look off right now? Jake? Oh, please. Du- oh, in the robe? Yeah. I want to see Dougie do it. Dougie wants to be in the dicky. The, 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 that there's an RV look. Oh. I want to be. Oh, of course he would. I want to be Clark. because I mean, he already probably owns that outfit because it's already trendy or is going yeah. to be in like three years, but he's ahead of the curve. Uh, he's not here. You don't have to kiss his ass, Squeezer. Oh, okay. I used your own line against you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to either dress up like Eddie like this right now. Yeah. Or Clark uh, with the tie and the cardigan and the Christmas hat. At dinner, you know? No, we missed out on that one. Uh, <laughs> greatest, I love greatest that there's one. so many movies that came out this time just making Union Carbide jokes. Yeah. But I love how he says, no, we missed out on that one. <laughs> what a great line. All they do is buy fucking dog food here. Uh, he puts the light bulbs down and <laughs> Purina dog chow. What three bags of that shit? Jesus Christ! What are those weigh a piece? You think? Forty probably pounds. Forty. Yeah, forty pounds. Probably forty pound bags. That's probably a what, sixty pound bag. Oh Roy, like <laughs> fucking Christ! I didn't even know bags of dog food existed this big. This is fucking. Oh, I love yeah, that that little kids makeup set ca- behind there. Uh, behind. And then the red baseball bat, the jumbo ball and bat sets. Ellen and I want to help you give the kids a nice Christmas. I can get yourself something real nice, Clark. Real nice. Well, this is a, no, he says this is a real nice. This is a real nice surprise. Real nice. What, and he uh, pulls out the list all ready to go. Oh, yeah. That's just a real nice surprise. <laughs> they realize Cousin Eddie makes these movies. That's why he was back in Vegas vacation. Because mm-hmm. European vacation flopped and no Cousin Eddie. But the only like, I, do you watch any of the Chris, the vacation movies aside from Christmas Vacation? Uh, like on the regular, like, at, at all. I... When was the last time you watched that? You didn't just see it in the lunchroom because Munch was watching it. When was the last time you you saw a um 
a vacation movie. You watch, you sat down and watched a vacation movie. Ooh, like uh, sat down and like because I bought it and own it and watch it. No, just it was on or oh, you bought or, it or and or even even on, but like watch the whole thing. Yeah, and I couldn't tell you. Uh, probably would have been National Lampoon's the first one. Just vacation. Just regular va- just vacation. Oh shit! And it was probably in passing. I probably saw a little bit of it. Um, but I saw. I probably haven't seen European Vacation since I was a kid, and we watched it like. If my grandparents like, we watch Christmas Vacation three times now in the and, last week. And we for- watch European Vacation. And 4K Squeezer, you notice that this actor is wearing a bald cap and a wig. You can see it really uh, is playing his yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, also the actress who played Aunt Bethany, we've said she did the voice of Betty Boop. You know that, Squeezer, right? Yes. You know who else she did the voice of? Aunt. No looking. No looking. Aunt Bethany. No olive oil from Popeye. Oh, that makes sense. I learned that this year, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, she is. Sound like olive oil. This was her last role. Mm Mm-hmm. See, I want that tie. Squeezer. People do sell it, but I couldn't get it in time. That's a sweet trench coat, though. I don't want, I'm not going for the trench coat. I'm going for the high slacks, the blue Oxford shirt, that tie, that, that tie that screams 80s aesthetic. Oh, my God. I love that tie. I think Jake's going to go with the Beverly D'Angelo in this scene look for when we cosplay. He's He's got the rack for it. <laughs> Lamb. It's Clark's ex- facial expressions to cousin Eddie are just fucking. <laughs> Let's go find your sister. What was that about? I, you know what? I was because I watched this movie like this is my sixth viewing in the last three days. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on like number ten now total for the season. Like I, the night I think it was like night before Thanksgiving or whatever. I'm like, you know what? No, start watching. Okay. Um, and then wrapping presents and getting stuff ready. Like I just put it on and it stays on when it's over. I play it again. I play it again. Um, and yeah, I, every time now it's one of those things where it's, I'm trying to figure out what that means. So we got that asparagus tree there with like pearl olives or mozzarella or something. There's a, the broccoli there. There's like a lot of like raw veggies on this table. Like, I'm trying to figure out what their Christmas dinner was, Squeezer. <coughs> uh, I'm guessing they were trying to just add some color. Yeah, probably. But that was, that, like, those are, like, out of 80s magazines, all these these presentations. Uh, yeah. And even the turkey itself, like, is not I love edible. how Eddie goes, here's the church, like, here's the steeple, the open the doors and see all the people. He does that gimmick without, he does a little bit of business there. And it made it into the movie. And he stands up. What a fucking... Oh, uh, you know what? i got to get that butterfly shirt. Hey, man. Which butterfly shirt? Isn't Eddie... Is, is that butterflies? Save the neck for me, Clark. Let's see when he says that. Oh, we'll... Yeah, it's butterflies. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. 
<laughs> See, I want Clark's look for Christmas. Even though I never want to wear a shirt and tie, I'll be wearing it ironically in celebration. That was a puppeted turkey. See how it's moving there? Uh, Catherine's outfit looks like it came out of cats. Yeah. At the Winter Garden Theater. It's a little dry. It's fine. Been there, Clark. If you'll excuse me, I will be right back. Where are you going? I have to go to the bathroom. I have to be, all right, I'll talk to everybody. So the dinner here. You, you, so it's yeah. like a ring of pepper. Just go. I got things to say. Here. All right. I got well, I, I, again, when I said Foley, too, like, and you said cartoon, it's perfect. Like, yeah. Just the chewing, the, this sound makes the, this scene. Yeah. So like that salad there with the pepper rings, and they're, they're eating a lot of raw vegetables in this meal. No one's touching the asparagus tree, so that must just be a showpiece. Uh, looks like pearl olives, toma tomatoes, and uh, olives. That uh, that had a big thing of marshmallow on the top, so all the kids have that. There's some raw broccoli there. That looks like some sort of cheese ball there, dip. You know, the executives wanted them to cut this scene out of the movie with the cat, but they refused. And it's hard. You know, I have little tiny kitties I love right now, but it's fucking hysterical. You can't. I just wonder what what he was. He gnawing on here, and then it dawned on me later in life that it was he was eating cat food on top of the jello mold. And Bethany's expressions are fucking great, and Lewis is too. Uh, he rolls his eyes. It sure is good. Poor cat chewing on the lights. Our cats are stupid, not that stupid. One of my favorite scenes is coming up to see all the Griswolds trash. Their ranch Fritos. Oh, uh, yeah. Santa Sled. You serious, Clark? You serious, Clark? Clark, you want to load me up with a little more there? It is good. He's got his Meister brow and his wine glass. They're all fantastic actors in this movie. Just the. The business they're all doing while they're at the table. The expressions. Like the silent acting. The people who are just background in this scene. The, the, the reactions they have are priceless. And really sell the comedy of this motherfucker and Clark as well. This is, if you want to break down the mise scene. Look at that. Pepsi. Maxwell House. Fritos. Ranch. <coughs> Diet Pepsi cans. Some good trash there. I gotta get a still shot and go through shot by shot of all the trash. There's like no gourmet coffee growing up. You either had Maxwell House, which my dad drank, or Folgers Crystals. Another Pepsi movie that uh, John Hughes must have liked Pepsi because uh, Fuller drinks it and. Uh, Home Alone, and then Coke spends money to make Fuller drink Coke and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. I'm a, I, I don't care. I like them both. I like Pepsi Zero and Coke Zero Sugar. Zero Sugar, Pepsi, and Coke. I prefer Pepsi, but I like them both. They're both good. Oh, my little bladder boy's oh, back. Just in time. Oh, yeah. It smells like fried pussycat. <laughs> 
this is this is squeezer. My dad would never send me down to the basement to, with a lighter. With a lighter, <laughs> they would never. First of all, <laughs> let me have a lighter. <laughs> B, send me down to the basement to hit a fuse. Breaker. I'm sorry, a breaker. That's a I, fuse I box. Only That's a fuse. You because your father would. That's a fuse. Right. Mm. That's a circuit breaker. Circuit breaker. That's a fuse a box. Fu- a fuse. A fuse. You would actually have to remove and. Replace. Oh, that's true. A fuse is like yeah, a solid piece you replace. Yeah. Which my I. My grandparents' house. I remember the only place I ever actually saw one was in my grandparents' house in uh, Copley. Uh, they had a fuse panel. It trips it. The idea is it trips it before it can break, right? What the fuse panel? No, a break, a circuit. Breaker. Oh, the breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the, the circuit breaker, it, it the surge, it triggers it and shuts it off before the current can generate enough heat to cause a fire. Mm-hmm. Now, my sure. dad, the house I grew up in, my dad did all the electrical wiring in it, so that's why he wouldn't let me go down and touch the circuit <laughs> box. Breaker box. Uh, Clark's parents are getting busy. Yeah, they are. Well, I, she was like thirty years younger than him. The actress yeah. playing his mother. So of course he's, you know. Oh yeah, they were only like what? She was only like. She was only five years, years older than Chevy five? Chase. Yeah. Lewis, what you doing to my tree? My tree. <laughs> I believe Diane Ladd is still alive too. Why most of these uh, older actors and actress, well, actors are are, are past. Yes, yeah, she was born in 1935, and she is still alive. Uh, Chevy Chase was born in. It is an ugly tree anyway. Getting to it. Getting to it. 1943. So eight eight years. Sorry. But still, eight years. Yeah, I think uh, Doris Roberts died. Doris Roberts passed away. She was. I was. After, uh, I, I want to say like it just happened, but no, nah, it was like two thousand eight, two thousand sixteen. Oh, was it sixteen? Yeah, because she was doing. Yeah. She was doing. Uh, oh, Ray Romano. I can't do a Ray Romano. Was it, I think that show was off by then, right? Yeah. Uh, Arth- th- oh, that that only ran to two thousand five. Yeah. It feels like it went so much longer, though, because it was blessed with syndication and reruns. The actor who played Art died in 1998. Um, the actor who played Clark Sr. died in 2004. Um, May Questel, who was Bethany, and Betty Boop died in 1998. At the age of 90, she was born in 2008. So she had a pretty good life. William Hickey... <laughs> It, it's and I'm not saying it. it it's funny that, that she was so she was 80 when she did this. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things now where like you would expect oh well if this was her last role that she would have died in 89 or 90. Mm-mm. Because now like you still have actors all through their 80s just grinding shit it out. Mm-hmm. Well, you have presidents too. <laughs> William Hickey <laughs> died. Whose uncle Lewis died in 1997. He was born in 1927, so he was. 70. Oh, that's right. E.G. Marshall was in 12 Angry Men. Art. Art. I love that movie. That's, uh, I like, um, the, 
uh, Nine Angry Men, the, the King of the Hill uh, lawnmower spoof of Twelve Angry Men. <laughs> Twelve Angry Men's like a trope now in movies and TV shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was like the epitome of the bottle episode. Let's make an entire movie. Mm-hmm. Brian Doyle Murray, who plays the boss, was born in 1945. He's still he's still ticking. He was in the first National Lampoon's Vacation movie as well. Cody Berger, who plays Rocky, he's. He was in Heavyweight Squeezer, so he definitely, that is you. Oh, yeah. That movie made me uncomfortable. He looked close to home. He's not uh, currently acting anymore. A little more fun in The Whale, I guess, but. I heard everyone's, like, blowing that movie. I've been reading it's not that good. It's A24, so I'm assuming it sucks. I fucking hate A24 movies for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear there's a mixed bag. It's yeah. like, oh, wow, he did a great job. I'm like, yeah, well, he can do a great job, and yeah, it sucks wearing prosthetics. And then there's a whole other group. I read a whole thing today about, like, it makes fat people look bad. Ugh, fat people make themselves look bad. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, drunks also make themselves look bad, so I'll take a shot at myself. Now, um, Brendan Fraser should be recognized for his work in Airheads. We don't need to blow him now because he's wearing a fat outfit. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like they're just making up for the fact that he's just the nicest guy in the world. And they're like, okay, now you've got something to give him some love for. He is absolutely fantastic in Scrubs. Playing Dr. Cox's best friend and Jordan's brother. Right, Squeezer? You've seen Scrubs? You're a Scrubs fan? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to... It's been a... He, at the scene where he died, he's leukemia... And he dies, but Dr. Cox still imagining him. And he has a breakdown, and he blames JD. Oh, okay, I'm trying to... Ah, such a heartbreaking episode. I love that episode. Brendan Fraser's great. Where's the Tylenol? I, I, I feel like it's like... You, you, you make some... You do like a uh, cheap... Not cheap, but... Uh, just a straight-up action-adventure film for the cash. I.e. The Mummy. And all of a sudden, like, no one wants to, like, give you the time of day anymore. Unless you're The Rock. Then everyone still loves you. Yeah. Yeah. That's where The Rock started his career, the Mummy franchise. Oh, yeah. The Scorpion King. Good talk, uh, the, the, Some of the worst CGI on the planet. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> is great. Like, they just destroy their windows. Are windows that fragile? <laughs> <laughs> like you would have had to have launched that out of a cannon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially like the like that tree would have bent. Like <laughs> the, for me, my favorite part though is again the sound in this movie is perfect, but like the blinds mm-hmm. being slowly ripped out. Yeah, yeah. It's like the awkward, like the awkward, like walking out of the room when you know you like said something inappropriate or you mm-hmm. came in at the wrong time. This is and the blinds are doing it for us. This is the this is the outfit I want to wear in cosplay. This the, the, the shirt, the tie, the Santa jacket, and the Santa hat with the squirrel on my back. 
I I have that uh, Christmas tree ornament. The squirrel. Yeah, it's it's him in the outfit with the squirrel in the back. And I have the little button that plays the scene. I bought the three this year that talk to each other. I don't know if you saw me my post in the Radiers group chat. So it's uh, it's it's from the beginning when they're sh- tree shopping. It's Clark, Helen, and the two kids. They're three separate ornaments, and when you have them all turned on, they they all talk to each other and do the scene. Hang on, I wanna. What brand chainsaw is that? <laughs> Looks like a DeWalt. I thought so too, but nope. Wait, oh, it's a McCullough. McCullough, McCullough. Because I'm looking at a new chainsaw. Is McCullough a good brand? How? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna go with steel. I think it's funny when he like pulls out her underwear hair and just like sets it in the tree. <laughs> What's that squeaking sound? I when we saw it in the theater at the movie tavern, it was the first time I ever heard the squeaking sound. Like you heard things you didn't really hear, you know, when you mm-hmm. watch it at home. But you could hear the squeaking sound as clear as day in the theater. I'm like, oh it is it is there. And that makes uh, I watch it I've watched it a lot with the AirPods in. Oh, and you hear it? Yeah. Do you hear it? I love how just dismissive he is of her. Yeah. It's so wrong. But then, like, when the squirrel comes out, she doesn't notice and he falls back asleep. <laughs> yep. That's how I want. I can't wait till I'm that age. Uh-huh. <laughs> Squirrel! Playing Monopoly. <laughs> See, he's he's up there. He's awake there. And he's asleep. Like, when the squirrel jumps on the table, he's awake and looking at it. And now here, he's asleep again. <coughs> Does he pass out, or is he just... Like, from from being scared, or is he just... Old, old no, I, I truly believe he just fell, yeah, he just fell asleep. <laughs> Smoking a cigar. That's how I want to go down. Yeah. In someone's house like that... <laughs> <laughs> Smoking a cigar inside is disgusting. Until you put that smoke eater in Dwayne's office. No, not happening. I can't even stand when he comes in the building after smoking <laughs> one. I don't know how they like that shit so much. I mean, you do too. Those things are so disgusting. No, no, they're not. Tastes good. Ugh. They, sm- they smell good too. Ugh, they smell awful. No, they smell amazing. It reminds me of my childhood. There's I only, grew up around golf courses. Only one type of. Uh, well, my grandpa smoked a pipe, so I like pipe. The smell of pipe tobacco. Well, yeah, because it's like sweeter. Yeah. It's like incense. Yeah, it is. Doesn't Trucker smoke a pipe? Where's his pipe? Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> Maybe I'll bust it out for the party tomorrow. I hope so. You can't smoke it in the garage or the monoxide alarms will go off. <laughs> yeah. It's. Gone. Such a great Chevy Chase delivery when he does that. 
I love how they just let this dog ruin everything. Like this yeah. whole fucking thing. It just like they they built. You would have been perfect for that to build things just collapse and the mm -hmm. dog comes on. Oh yeah, the guy. You could tell like with the 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 hutch. Where yeah, they had it gagged. It was gagged so immediately. It was barely like teetering in the middle, like ready yeah. to like collapse. And also, you could tell like there's a weird thing like the angles, the way they um, the there's the the bulkheads and see like the bulkhead in the dining room and the living room, the yeah. separations. It's <laughs> like like right there, like gone because you don't you don't see the ceiling. Yeah. So they put the bulkheads in to actually block, so that way they can light from above. But they have those little bulkheads in. Um, yeah, the whole I'll house. Say bulkhead one more time. The whole, that allows them that they don't have to show a ceiling. Squeezer, what's a bulkhead? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing there. What? Wait, I think. Wait, you actually see under it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you see under. It. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I don't think that, that wasn't intentional. The wallpaper, the sconces, the curtains, nothing screams 80s friend's house because we didn't have money uh, yeah. to put all this stuff in. But nothing screams 80s friend's house and reminds me of the 80s and my or my, my uncle who was rich mm -hmm. like this movie. Don't piss me the, off. The bound uh, curtain uh, yeah. on the door. In the front windows. Yeah. yeah. The chain, yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, Chain security latch. We're in the threshold of hell. <laughs> Look at that the snow job on that. That looks sprayed on, to yeah. say the least. That's so. Here's a little bit of trivia. Like you can't wash out eggnog with water just exactly like he couldn't do it in that scene. Oh yeah. Yeah, I tried. It sticks to the glass. Shit's heavy. <laughs> You can still buy like that exact door trim, mm -hmm. and, like at Home Depot and Lowe's right now. And like my grandpa matched more, but I I believe he would probably wear something like a a holly leaf on his lapel like that. It's okay. Just cocked it up. It happened. I would never see him in that suit jacket like that. Like, maybe a polo, but still like slacks. No, my grandpa wasn't polos, really. He was, like, dress shirt, button-down short sleeve dress shirts or long sleeve dress shirts. And full suit on Christmas. Oh, no. No, it was always both my grandfathers. It was, like, uh, yeah, slacks and a polo. Yeah. Are you going to recite the night before Christmas? That is one broad tie. It's your house. Oh, yeah, the, the, the fucking knot. Like I mean, even like I, even like through my gro like growing up, it wasn't until like the two thousands, I want to say, um, and even into there, like it was still Christmas was still a little dressied up. Yeah, I would say in the last fifteen years is when it just went to shit. I I'm so glad it went to shit. I hate dressing up. I bought from American Eagle. I bought these like. Almost, they're like winter sweaters, but like Christmassy sweaters, but they're hoodies, and that's that's what I wear now. I'll slick my hair, squeeze it, put some slick in it, and comb it, mm -hmm. 
and wear one of my sweater hoodies, but I'm still wearing jeans. And I would like to wear, if they made matching sweatpants, that would be ideal. Uh, like, now I now I go to Christmas dressed the same way as I go to a brewery. What, how do you dress to a brewery? I don't know, a pair of jeans, and, like, I, I dress up, so I, you know, put on a, a button-down flannel instead. Ah. Maybe not roll the sleeves up. We'll see. Oh, like how you were in your Christmas photos? Well, I have I'm not seen an edit on those yet from Donnie. Does Donnie not have access to those? My Christmas photos? Your Santa photos. With the with the kids? Yeah. The three? Well, you probably some because you're friends with Mrs. Squeezer. Yes. And you're the only one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll send them to Donnie. Don't worry. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let, let Donnie have them, not Brad. <laughs> Donnie will do some quality edits yeah. with them. Oh, it's Squeezer! No, they do. Uh, they do good work for free. Is that your realtor? Yeah. Still, yeah. you fucking cheap asshole. It, it, hey, I trust me. <laughs> I I paid for those mm. over and over. My realtor wasn't cheap. They bring a Mrs. Claus in. That's what was really surprised me. Yeah, and they have like treats and cookies and stuff, and arts and crafts for the kids. It's the whole thing. So the treats and market. cookies were for you, and the arts and crafts were for the kid. However, I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't. I didn't cut my kid off to get a hot chocolate with some, <laughs> you know, candy cane in it and some peanut butter cookies. Well. Uh, Employees you rear-ended this Christmas. How did I never notice until today that he has butterflies on his shirt? Yeah, no, it just... I just saw it. Because you, you kind of... you're. The more I see Rocky, the more I see Squeezer. Because you're looking at his face, you're looking at his mannerisms, yeah. and also, like, the overcoat, like, mm -hmm. the suit jacket and yeah, everything. The, the denim leisure suit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll, I'll be. I'll wear. Um, Look at Bethany's I'll confusion. Get I'll get She's Mr. Great. Shirley's pajamas. That's what I'll wear. I don't like my pajamas. I have a bunch of hoodie T-shirts from American Eagle or long sleeve T-shirts. I throw one of them on and I throw my sweatpants. Jogger squeezer. I don't wear any sweatpants other than joggers. Yeah, I don't actually get like like pajama outfits, like the button down, like that whole. Do, do you when you wear sweatpants? Do you wear? Do you like joggers or do you like like the loose leg ones? Uh, the only pair I even have are the one, the joggers that you got us, the uh, fitness okay. challenge ones. Mm. I don't have any other. I like some pajama pants, and only because other people bought them for me. At no point, mm. the only pair of pajama pants I ever had were the scrubs that I stole when I worked at the hospital. You know, we all picked on Dan for going home, and like the first pair of sweatpants he got were the ones I gave him too. Like he goes home and puts on his, he takes his work pants off and puts his jeans on to relax. Uh, like, yeah. I, I don't know how we missed out on you picking on you for this. Well, because my jeans are comfy, because I get those uh, Target denizen ones with the, you know. I mean, my jeans are comfy too, but when I get home, I want to get them the fuck off and put my sweatpants on because they're ah, nothing's more comfy. That. Warmth. I mean, if, if any, I don't, I, I'm built in. Like, <laughs> I'm already, I'm, I was, I, I was. You got that Born air gap. lived a fat kid. <laughs> like I, I have built-in sweatpants on my skin. It's the air gap squeezer. Yeah. yeah see, <laughs> like if anything, there, like if it's one of those days, I will come off and I will just drop my pants and I'll just sit in the mm. couch in my boxers. And just, <laughs> yeah. 
Here we go, ruining some more fucking sugar glass windows. Like, you, like you can't buy. You uh, hurt yourself. Like him, you him, he would broken <laughs> both his, his like his yeah. entire everything from his hips down would just shattered. Collarbone, like shattered. <laughs> Jumping from the second floor. <laughs> Welcome to our home. What's left of it? <laughs> it's like, alright, Christmas movie, police chief, right there, that guy is... Maybe Blink? <coughs> Her hand's on a nut. Sorry, RSV. You know I pulled a muscle in my pec too, so it hurts every time I cough. Ooh, from ow. coughing. From coughing. I Remember, like, two weeks ago I told you how I was trying to show off doing pull-ups and I pulled the muscle in, like, the back and, like, yeah. the neck? Yeah, yeah. Still hurts. Oh, man. I'm we're getting old. We're, we're getting Mr. Shirley age. Uh, yeah, how old was Brian Doyle Murray at this point? Brian Doyle Murray was born in 1945. He was the same age as Clark, I think. Uh, two years younger than Clark Griswold. I'm sorry. Yeah, two years younger. He was two years younger than Clark. That's pretty low, mister. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you into my mind. I'm reinstating all the I changed my mind. You know there's people who could play older. Like Jake could play older than me. He's eight years younger. Right? Yeah. Hey, well, I, I was even giving compliments when I was talking to my pickle guy that I went to college with, but we didn't know. <laughs> Um, so we went to, we went to school together. He played rugby. I went to the history building, which was next to the rugby field and watched him play rugby. We had no idea who each other were, but he makes really good, uh, 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 where is your pickle guy located? Uh, outside Kutztown. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get the card and I'll, I don't like pickles. So it's, uh, green kamikazes. You wanna, they do online orders if you want to help them out there. Okay, Good green pickles. kamikazes. Yeah, green, green kamikazes. Kamikazes. Lewis, no! Boom. You know what? I got to bring a box of matches with us next time we go down to the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. I'll just start flicking them every intersection we hit on the way down and see what happens. Um, but yeah, but it was like... How many times like, is oh, Lewis on fire in this movie? Six? Yeah. What? How many times is Uncle Lewis on fire in this movie? <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. Yeah, he's completely blown his shit. It's a light from the sewage plant. <laughs> oh, I fucking love this movie. There is not a better Christmas movie on the planet than fucking... I almost argue comedy. Like, just... It's not even... It's beyond that. That's a great... It's a, it's a great comedy. It's in my top five movies of all time. But I would say it's not... I, not, it's, I don't want to say. It's without a doubt my favorite... Christmas movie of all time. Favorite Christmas movie by far, yes. Yeah. There's mm, Scrooge is number two. Bill Murray, Scrooge. I love that yeah. movie. Both came out in 1989, I believe. Um, yeah. And a as a comedy, I would put it in like my top three movies, top ten. Yeah. I'd put it in top five or ten. Yeah, I don't know top three comedies. It's funny though. It's good. Chevy Chase is great. I did it. 
Yeah, I'm trying to... One of my top three comedies. Uh, Ghostbusters. This... What's that? Ghostbusters. Oh, see, I don't know. It's weird because... I, I know, I know. We, we've argued this before. We could say, like, Ghostbusters, yeah, it's a comedy. But... I, I don't know, because I don't... Cause it, because it's not it's not <laughs> written for the jokes. You know cuz it's I it, think it's it is. actually so well but no no the, with all due respect it's so well written that it's like What about Caddyshack? Like you're not watching it for like the funny hahas but they're there. I think no they wrote it as a comedy. And it, they maybe but, no, but they, what they've I'm said they is, wrote it as a comedy. It went beyond that. It was written by a comedian. <laughs> Yes, I know that, but it's even, but it's so well written. Yeah. And just because, like, real life, like, and look, I know I. I written by two comedians, because I'll yeah. put Bill Murray in there, too. Is... For me, it's like beating a dead horse for mine, like the West Wing. Like, I think there, there's some stuff in the West Wing that's absolutely hilarious, but it's not a comedy. That's, but two, in that's real apples life, and there's oranges. actual real comedy. Yeah, but, but, like, if you look at. Like, if you look at West Wing on fucking IMDb, it's not listed as a comedy. If you look at Ghostbusters on IMDb, it's listed as a comedy. Okay, so someone wrote something on the internet. That's your argument? No, I mean, like, <laughs> not, that's not my argument. I find me one other person that says fucking West Wing's a comedy and find me fucking 100 people in 10 minutes that say Ghostbusters is no, no, a I'm, comedy. But, but when I say that Ghostbusters is a comedy, it's, it, it's almost like... And also, the listing isn't what someone writes on the internet. It's how the studio lists the movie. No, all right. Listen, so, that's not so what there. I'm saying. Put I'm that saying in your big book of so it, there's. It, Ghostbusters supersedes comedy. It supersedes genre. It's just Ghostbusters. And it doesn't fit its own. It created its own category. All right. And it's its own thing. And I won't rank it against something else like that because it just doesn't. It's like. To, to quote um, a a stripper that I saw in person on a taping of the Maury Povich show, it's like apples and oranges. <laughs> okay. She she was she was a nice girl. Special thanks um, to the town of Breckenridge, Colorado, otherwise known as Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, yeah. It's up. Uh, let me think. Office Space. Office Space, great comedy. Office Caddyshack. Space, Christmas Vacation. Caddyshack. Cat, ooh, Caddyshack. Oh, fuck. I gotta put Tommy Boy in there somewhere. Mm, Tommy Boy's in there, yeah. Tommy Boy's. Billy Madison, too. Or, or Billy Happy Madison. Gilmore. And, and, you know, everyone's like, uh, but Happy Gilmore is a better movie. I And I don't disagree. Happy Gilmore is a better movie. Billy Madison is funnier. Mm, uh, uh, I just watched them both recently. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Maybe it was with the times, like, because yeah. I'm an immature idiot. So that's why you laugh and... Like, because I will laugh harder at a pickle race. I think... Because um... we did that. Like, we, we did it with bologna. Like, we would go to Wegmans, buy a pack of bologna at 2 in the morning, stand in the parking lot at Wegmans, and try to flick bologna up at the streetlights and try to get it to stick to the streetlights. I think uh, I'm trying to think of like best comedies. 
See, because then it pisses people off because it's like, oh, no, this one's better. or And then I watch one, I'm like, oh, wait, that's really funny. And you don't have to rank them. I would put Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is up there, too. Sure. Talked about it tonight. That's a great, it's fucking hysterical. Oh, my God. John Candy. I mean, come on. Uh, man, I'm just trying to. But even, like, is Home Alone a comedy? Yeah. Home Alone's funny as fuck. But it's also a Christmas movie. Yeah, but... So it's like the the Christmas comedy, like, is... Like, it's one of those things where it should be a fun argument and not go as so far as the internet to be an angry argument. Like, it almost hurts to try to... It's almost... It's a good problem to have. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what's. You could argue Die Hard's a Christmas comedy. Die Hard's a Christmas action movie. That's fucking. Yeah, but it's hilarious. Uh, I would say Dumb and Dumber should be in there too. I don't get me wrong. When I said Tommy Boy, like Dumb and Dumber was in my head punching me. Yeah. Or Friday too. Friday. How are we forgetting Friday? Friday's fucking hysterical. Yeah. Clerks, I would say Clerks should be in there. For for me, my easiest thing is I I almost put Office Space at number one for me. Office Space is really good. Kingpin, the first Austin Powers. Oh, oh what Kingpin. are we thinking? We're think we're for fucking forgetting Robin and Men in Tights and Spaceballs too. It, before you even said, you you said. You honestly just said we're fucking forgetting, and in my head I completed it like a like a uh, an ad lib, or what were those things that you fill in? Was it ad libs? Mad libs. Mad libs. And it, as you were saying we're fucking forgetting, before you can even put it out, I said uh, I was thinking spaceballs and men in tights. Death becomes her. And and I love and my favorite Mel Brooks Brooks movie is History of the World. Yeah, that's that's good too, but but also because I'm I'm a history nerd too. But what about Bob? Oh, Groundhog Day. That, do you know we watched that in school? Oh, really? <laughs> in my uh, uh, sociology class, we watched What About Bob? Something about Mary. I would even put on the good as a yeah. fucking funny ass movie. Man, there's a lot of good funny movies. Ooh, we could do Rad Years comedy movies. Rad Years. We're gonna we're gonna need a list because. Uh, Would you put Fargo and Big Lebowski in there? Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, because honestly, because I I wasn't joking when I would make Die Hard a comedy. What about Trading Places? Sure. Uh, that's that's a fucking great comedy. And uh, Coming to America is another one. Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. Beverly Hills Cop. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, all the Beverly Hills Cops. Yeah, all of them. Scrooge technically is too. I laugh my ass off every time I watch Scrooge, but it's also like <laughs> really too. Oh, Airplane. How are we fucking forgetting Airplane? Mm-hmm. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's another one. Clue. Squeezer. The Great Outdoors. Oh, I'm, I, I literally like I'm, it's even <sighs> sitting next to me because I was listening to it. Like the, like the album artwork is sitting right there. Like, the Great like, Outdoors. Squeezer, Naked Gun. Uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. 
Let's list comedies. Let's list listing comedies. Overboard, you talked about that earlier. That's fucking mm-hmm. a great comedy. Caddyshack 2 and uh, Short Circuit 2. <laughs> right, let's see what the uh, internet has to say. And we'll do this way. Uh, oh, Twins! Oh my god, Twins. How are we forgetting Twins? Twins is one of my top fucking ten favorite movies. Alright, here we go. AFI 100 years. You're forgetting the first rule of the crisis situation. Nuke food. I like nuke food. Oh, of course. This is AFI, so they gotta be pretentious assholes. Alright, number one is Some Like It Hot. I don't want to hear anymore. Yeah, Yeah, alright. Let's go back to 1959. And then Tootsie. They gotta do that. Ugh. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Dr. Strangelove. No. I'm sorry. Look, it's brilliant. It's a work of art, but no. Then Annie Hall. Eh, I like it. Duck Soup. Finally Blazing Saddles, which... Yes, but no. I'm sorry. Blazing Saddles is hilarious. But I would put, as far as, like, funny haha. Like, I I put Spaceballs, Men in Tights, and even History of the World before Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. Sorry. You didn't know how to end the movie. Um... Then mash. Did you say a blinkin? Nah, I said hey blinkin. I said hey blinkin. And look, I love mash. Mash. I'm All sorry, right. it's I, not I'm... the seventh funniest movie ever. I don't want to hear any more of this list. It ha- no, no, I'm not done yet. I want to piss you off now. Oh, oh, here we go. Then it happened one night, 1934. Clark Gable. <coughs> that's why. Ready? Number nine. The Graduate. Well, thanks for listening to the Rad Years podcast. The Graduate, apparently, listen to this. The Graduate is funnier than the next movie, Airplane. It's also four times funnier than Young Frankenstein. We want you all to have a Merry Christmas. Philadelphia Story. Isn't that about, like, battleships disappearing? We love you, and. Uh, a fish called Wanda. For listening, and thanks fish for being called part funnier. of this yearly tradition of watching Christmas Vacation. I don't even see office space on this. I'm Arcane. I'll talk to you after Christmas. Fuck you guys AFI. have a wonderful Merry Christmas. And I don't make see it, Dumb and Dumber. Try and make it as close to how oh, I'm sorry. magical Dumb it was as a kid for you. 1930s, it'd be hilarious. Oh, Caddyshack <laughs> is number 71. Uh, we'll be oh, back. Mrs. Apparently, hey, just so you know, Mrs. Doubtfire is funnier than Caddyshack. Uh, we'll be back next week. When we're going to be talking about Game Boy games. I don't games. even know half this shit. And Squeeze will What's be... What's Nino Chakta? What is Nino... <laughs> Ernest Lubrist? What is uh, that? I'm RK. Squeeze your say Merry Christmas to the people. Merry... No, no, no. There's nothing merry. How is Nino... All right, everybody. We love you. Have a Merry Christmas. I'll speak for Squeezer and say Merry Christmas for him. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy it. Uh, that's the Rad Years Podcast for this week. That sounds hilarious. Private Benjamin. Okay, that's fine. Oh, Father of the Bride. No, Father of the Bride 1950. Not even real Father of the Bride. Spencer Tracy? It's funnier than City Slickers. E.A.